Hello there, Nerd Clan. Did you know that this month, the month of January, if you place an order at minutewithmary.com that is $75 or over, you will get a free, that's right, F-R-E-E, Twisted Epic Mascara. Get yourself some skincare. Get yourself a lip butter. Get yourself whatever you need because you deserve it. If it's $75 or over, you're going to get a free Twisted Mascara. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars. Welcome back. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I would never mess around with a guy who just rolls up on his motorcycle, leather, stormtrooper helmet, just wouldn't happen. Sounds like this guy is your best friend. Like, he's a big dude, all muscular, just no screwing around from that guy. His beard probably has a beard beneath it. (laughs) Just all the beard. So much beard. Do you think he braids it? He probably conditions it. Yeah, like he should do like that whole, like, you know, you see those um, those advertisements on Facebook, you know, with the guy with the beard oil. No, honey. So, like, I get advertisements <laughs> for girl stuff. You get advertisements because you're a bearded man. Yeah, whatevs. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we use the same computer sometimes. I'm not sure if it's like, if it transfers. No. You know, Facebook and Zuckerberg, they're always listening. Yeah, they must hear you talk about your luscious beard. I don't have a luscious beard like that guy. (laughs) I wish I did. That'd be great. Before we get into the rest of the show, we wanted to remind you that you can subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, all by searching Mary and Blake. And don't forget... JoinTheNerdClan.com is the official place to become a NerdClan member and get all of the great benefits like bonus episodes, premium podcasts like Keep Calm and Crown On, and our next big podcast for The Last Kingdom, which will be starting up later um, later this year. After we need This to, Is Us. Yeah, we need to get through This Is Us. Um but The Last Kingdom was the podcast that our amazing friends at Join the Nerd Clan voted on for our next one. We'll, of course, be continuing this here Outlander cast. So, dinner fast. And one other thing, too. One other thing, too. We are at 685 members. Yay! I've decided. I've decided that if we get to 700, we're going to do something special. We're, okay. we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have another reward for everybody if we get to 700 members. So it's still in debate on what's going to happen. There has been talk. There has been talk about a blog about WandaVision and MCU. Like all the new shows that are coming out for the MCU that I'll be writing. There's been talk. I'm just throwing that out there. I would like to have an online party with y'all. If that's if that's something that you guys want to do, I'm down with that too. But we got to get the 700 members at jointhenerdclan.com. All right, let's get into the show. Let's do it. All right, Blake, give me the detail for a moment, the title. The chapter title was chapter four, 
Scotland was born fighting. Oh, that it was. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the part that I just have to read, and it's really like such a small bit, but based upon what we were saying before, Charlie's beard is of legendary proportions right down to his nipples. Thick, luxuriant, and menacing. It is tempting to think that without his beard, Charlie look what, but look benign. But I'm pretty sure under the beard is another beard. I have a beard. Sam has something resembling facial hair. But this is a real beard, not a cringerious beard. Folly, whatever. How do you even say that word? Cringerious? Cringerious? Cranigerous. Cranigerous. That sounds folly. like a tree. Cranigerous folly. What even does cranigerous mean? Let's Google. To the Google mobile. Ah, so Charlie. Cranigerous. I just had to read that. I hope that that quote also made a lot of you just like laugh. Not only about this beard, but then Sam having something resembling facial hair. I, it's not even on the Google machine. Did Graham make up a word? I have no Is idea. Is he my soul sister in the hold word on, making up on, category? Let me, let, me see. Let, me, let me make sure I get this right here. Hold on. While Blake is Googling, I'm going to start to tackle uh, okay. the GBGs for this chapter. The good, the bad, the great. My good was learning all about Graham's singing and how he just cannot sing. And it's cost him a few, a few uh, kind of parts in his past. But yet on Outlander, he got to sing. And all the while, Grant O'Rourke was just like hanging his head in... In defeat, knowing what he was hearing up above from the line of the horses. So that just brought a big smile to my face. Crinigerous. Cr- Pronunciation is crinigerous. Okay. And adjective, it's rare, having hair. Oh. The origin comes from the mid-17th century from Latin. Crinus, hair, plus generous. Lots of hair. Nothing to do with trees. Not n- Trees, none like whatsoever. I think I was like kind of along the... L- like deciduous trees? Or like coniferous. Yes, coniferous. That would also be there too. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well. Um, my bad. I'm actually changing my bad, so I don't know if you want to change it inside the Google Drive, Blake. Okay. Um, the title of this chapter, once again, is called Scotland Was Born Fighting. Yes. When we're chilling with Charlie, we're fighting. When we're talking about mud, we're fighting. But then we get into like horses and farts and singing <laughs> and Vin Diesel and looking under Graham's kilt and stuff. And the Grand Marshal stuff. And I was like, wait, I thought this chapter was about fighting. I'm down with all the farts and the kilts sure, sure. and all these things. And when they talked about being in Iowa, I was like, I know where you were. You I were know, there. I know <laughs> through through the stones. I wasn't there that he was the year before me. Oh, okay. But you were still there. Yeah, at, I knew the venue. The stones, I knew the yes. peeps. Yeah, my through the stones friends. Um, but just the title, Scotland was born fighting, didn't feel like it was about fighting in this chapter. And then my great were all of the Outlander references. Sure, sure. You know, we got in the Scottish history and we got in all these little bits. And this is something that I think this, Blake and I keep wondering, like, what is this book and who is it meant for? Um, it's meant for us, the Outlander fans. Is it the most extraordinary piece of literature of all time? Is this what you're going to be like, oh, on my deathbed, I want clan leads read to me. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and if that's your gig, man. Go for it. Cool. That's 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 cool for you. But it's like two two friends who love Scotland and on Outlander. So of course they're gonna share Outlander stories. And to me, I just feel like we are in a room with Sam and Graham with a dram, and they're just reliving stories. Sam and Graham and a dram. <laughs> there you go. Hey, ha- <laughs> that is our t-shirt. next shirt. <laughs> that is our next shirt. Perfect. Just like that. Perfect. 
But I really do. As I'm reading this book and I'm getting a little lost between the chapter title and where we're supposed to be, I'm just telling myself, we're in a room and they're just telling us stories. And when you sit down in a room with friends, your mind just kind of goes in different places. It's that whole train of thought. Sure. So if we started on fighting and we ended on flatulence, it's okay. It, we're it having happens. a dram. Yep. It's fine. It's, it, we, we can get together and make bad decisions together. There we go. So Blake, how about you? What's your GBT? You know, Mary, I've... I've thought about this too, I, I, because I, I was listening to this chapter, and like you, I was thinking, okay, what are we doing? And yeah. uh, you know, you and I had some conversations about the book, and I think you're right. Um, this book, I think, is more, I feel like, a memoir than what I probably initially interpreted it to be. Um, what I, what I interpreted it to be off of the advertisement was it was going to be like, you know, uh, some talks between friends who were discovering their roots through history, warfare and whiskey. And it was going to be about the history of all of those things. But I didn't know that it was going to be so all over the place. Um, so having said that. I think if we contextualize it in the sense of they're just buddies who are just talking and we're here together and I'm just going along for the ride to see what we, whatever they have. Yes. Like it's not meant to be a scholarly work. Um, no. And it's not meant even really to be a specific breakdown of Scottish history, really. It's just meant to be two, two buddies driving around having a good time with some history thrown in. Love it. As opposed to history with two buddies thrown in. Uh, so having said that, um, the good from me, again, I think this is something that Sam and Graham and Adram are doing, which is really good. <laughs> They're giving you pop culture references mm -hmm. that put you in their space, especially when it relates to this book. Because, again, the book is so all over the place, it's hard to find a grasp on where you are. And in this case, they're giving you the pop culture reference of the guy in Gladiator. And yes. his name is Charlie. And he's enormous and he's terrifying. And that dude is straight up terrifying in Gladiator. Agreed. If you go back and watch the beginning of that, uh, beginning of that film and that guy's just taking Romans down, left and bodying him, left and right. Yeah, Swinging his, his mace, whatever it was, yeah, that guy is terrifying. So I liked how they did that. They give you the visual of who this guy is. And even, you, even if you don't remember what he looked like specifically, you remember the feeling you got watching that dude screaming out Germanic stuff. Yes. That you were like, what? Uh, no, that's crazy. So just like you said, they're knowing their audience that they can make this this mention of a different show or movie, and we get it. We get it. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, my bad. And, and despite the fact that I know that this is two dudes just hanging out, drinking some whiskey, and I mean, not just any two dudes. Yeah, and it's Sam and Graham and a dram. Uh, and it kind of it kind of reminds me of like uh, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's going to be it's going to be a Sam Graham and a Dram and the Dr. Seuss like letters oh my gosh <laughs> um, it, the, you're right Mary the chapter is all over the place uh, 
And I think this is part of the conversation that I think you and I have, well, well, we at least should have as fans of the show, as fans of Sam and Graham, uh, and as fans of, I think, what they're trying to accomplish. You know, when they do write chapters, you know, should the chapters really be focused on what they're talking about? Or should it just be a train of thought thing and you just go along to get along? Uh, We'll get to that in a little bit, that conversation. Uh, But I think that's an important one to have. Uh, the great for me, though, it, it, again, it continues to be Duncan Lacroix. And, <laughs> uh, and that story about he and Stephen Walters just tooling on everybody in this bar scene. Yes. And, and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You guys just go. Yeah. Just figure it out. It'll be fine. Graham's yelling bastard, you know, from the back. And these two are just... just Stephen's just biting someone's nose. Giving, give, yeah, biting noses and giving the, everybody the people's elbow off the top rope and like... You can just imagine, it must have been mayhem. Yes. Uh, Duncan Lacroix continues definitely to be the best part of this book. <laughs> in your opinion. In my opinion. Yeah. And I wish I was there for all of the antics that he, uh, like Duncan Lacroix and Stephen Walters and Grant and Sam. And I think that that's what this book's purpose is, is we all say that like, man, I wish I could have just been a fly on the wall. You get to hear about all the fun they had and just the banter and oh my gosh, that scene like wasn't even totally choreographed. They just went wild. Right. We know that because of this book. Right. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, I, and it also, I think, lends to the magic of season one. Like all these guys, it's just, <laughs> there's, I have a favorite saying, just guys being dudes, you know? And, when guys are being dudes, it can be a magical thing. It can be really funny. It can be really awkward, but it's going to be magical no matter what. And I feel like season one of Outlander was just a, guy, a bunch of guys being dudes. Agreed. And I With poor Claire just thrown in. Yeah, just thrown in the middle of it. And all these guys just doing whatever the hell they want. And they, they all became buddies. And they were all drinking buddies. And they showed up to work like... Obviously, as we know from previous chapters, they're all half in the bag, you know, and they're all recovering. Yes. It's probably didn't even sleep the previous night. I love that aspect of what they're trying to go with here uh, in this book. Agreed. So that leads us to, the, I think, the important conversation, Mary, which is, should they stick to the titles of the chapter or should we just keep going with the train of thought thing? I think we're just going to keep going. I mean, I just like peruse through and I saw Sam's talking about tiger sharks. So I really don't know where this goes, but (laughs) yeah, I literally just opened up a page and he's talking about tiger sharks. So, you know, I think we just need to like, have a dram, sit back and enjoy this ride. And the chapter titles may not make sense for most of the chapter. That's okay. And that's fine. You know, neither Sam nor Graham are trying to win the Caldecock medal right now. Caldecock. <laughs> what? The Caldecock. What? I haven't heard that. <laughs> I haven't heard that since like third grade. You're welcome, Blake. <laughs> Caldecock. <laughs> But as I was saying, like none of them are like neither of them are accomplished authors, nor are they trying to be. So I'm not going to look at this as like this is my go-to guide for history, which we've already brought up before. All right. So 
<laughs> that's, just, that's so random. So we learn about uh, fighting, a lot of different kinds of fighting styles that the Highlanders had yes. and why they would fight that way. Which it does pertain to the title of the chapter. So I yes. don't want everybody listening to this being like, oh, hey, Blake, what are you talking about? They don't talk about fighting in the chapter. I know they do. I know. None but, of our listeners sound like that. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Uh, all I'm saying is that eventually later on, it, just, it does kind of go off. But I did really really quite like the bit with Charlie where he's talking about the the usefulness of the shield and that it wasn't just for protection it was really about protecting and then jabbing back as 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 fast as they could yep. with the sharp points and did you listen to it i did my thing listen, oh, so you did read. both so i liked actually sam's delivery when do he was doing do you know that there's slight differences what do you mean like sometimes Sam, it's Sam. I haven't seen it with Graham yet. Sometimes Sam will leave out a couple words. Really? Or he'll add a couple of words. Really? Yeah, it's not frequent. Interesting. Yeah. Well, but there was something about curries. Like someone liked someone liked something in curry and Sam didn't say the curry bit. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I'll get to it. Um, I like Sam's accent for Charlie. Mm-hmm. It was like very like monotone and yes. deadpan and... Um, like no flourish whatsoever. Oh, here we go. Page 66. And plaid is referred to throughout history. In 1512, John Major, not the ex-British prime minister who famously wore his shirt tucked into his underpants. <laughs> and in the book it says, and was partial to a curry. Huh. And he didn't say it. Interesting. 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 Continue. Sorry. No, so but I liked his delivery. I liked his accent yes, for Charlie. It was very I, I fun. I thought that was good. Um, and when I was reading it, I was, I was, well, when I was listening to it, I was thinking, cool, man. Like we're learning about how these, how the Scots fought back then and how, uh, you know, they, they fought. The musket thing was really cool. Yeah. How they would drop down and then get back up again. Yeah. They'd shoot to the big smoke and they were really fast. And yeah. And then as it took time for the British to reload, they were running at them. You know, even with the kilt bit, they did talk about how they would fight with kilts, even without kilts, tucking their shirts in between their legs or their right. kilts in between their legs. It was easier for running. Um, I loved the parts about the kilts. Yeah, me too. I, I thought that was, it was informative of the time and it was informative of the fighting style. So it wasn't directly related to fighting, but it was certainly uh, adjacent yes. to it. And it, again, it, it Come, it brings the DNA alive of what they're talking about in in a certain avenue of what they're talking about, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I'm. It's just that from there, it goes into like into other things, into other things, and like horses, like horses. We spend a lot of time with horses, which weren't necessarily fighting. Adjacent, right? <laughs> and we got to learn a lot about how Graham has his limit. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah, no, you know what? After two takes, if you can't, if you didn't get it, then we're pushing our luck. Yeah, pushing yeah. our luck. You know that there is a seasoned actor. Yeah. <laughs> I loved how he was like, if I feel like I'm in danger whatsoever, I won't do it. Yep, absolutely. And if the director hasn't gotten the shot yet, shame on them. Yep. <laughs> You know, Absolutely. and Sam just jabs at him like, "Oh, you need to go sit down, and have another lady latte." You know, <laughs> uh, but we do. Yeah. We get to hang out with their horses, which you know, as an avid fan of Outlander, we know that they are on their horses a lot to hear um, 
hear even Sam say he had to fib like for his previous oh, roles. Right, that he, yeah. Oh yeah, I was raised on a farm. I love horses. Yeah, I can do horses. Yeah, I've got this. I love horses, dude. <laughs> yeah. But really how like none of them were totally <laughs> great with horses or their horses sometimes had a mind of their own. Um, it just... Yep. And like you said, bringing in the bits about Duncan or Rupert or Grant, just knowing how they were as well, even though their voices aren't being written in this book, right. they're there. Right. And so when we do especially go over those early season one bits, which they're talking about a lot here, it's going to make you view it with a different a different feel. Right. Uh, and I, I think that's also probably um, a fault on my part in that, again, I... I I wanted this to kind of be separate from Outlander. I just wanted it to be its own thing. And as we talked about in the beginning, uh, in the first episode of this podcast, you got to know who your audience is. Mm-hmm. And some random professor ain't going to pick up clan lands because there's two attractive dudes in kilts on the front, right? But I will. But you will because <laughs> you watch and love Outlander. And that's really who these guys are writing for. That's right. So... Does the does the typical Outlander fan really, truly want to break down Scottish history? Or do they want to do it just through the lens of yeah. Sam Graham? Well, and, you know, Graham even goes, or Sam goes in um, talking about um, uh, Rambo and Sly Stallone and, you know, how all of the fighting that they've done on sets yeah and so even though it's not necessarily scottish fighting yeah they go in depth about like all of the choreography and the stage work and the um stunts that they've had to do all the different fight scenes you know, talking about how vocalizing can help you and uh even their time you know fighting together on set what that was like and like you said that whole bit with everybody in the bar scene so it's it's they do tie that in. Yes, it's not Scottish Highlanders long ago fighting, right. but we got to hear about the the past, and now we get to hear about the present and how they're interweaving it in their own lines at lives as Scotsmen. Sure. There was also that fun bit interesting about Sam dealing with uh, the guy who's the, the his stuntman or something like that, and he was it was it's going to be on the SAS movie, and the guy was literally a psychopath. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, that really hurt. And my eyes were water and all. I couldn't cry in front of the dude because he would just probably snap my neck. He's a psychopath. Oh my gosh. What, 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 what am I going to do? Nope, no thanks. <laughs> Did you feel bad at all for Sam and Graham, you know, talking about how like they're asked all the time, what's under your kilt? No. Oh man. No, I, I don't. Because that's part of the gig. I don't know. Well, you know, maybe a part of the gig is being asked, but the fact that, you know, people have photographed up his kilt and then Graham had someone actually like lay under his legs. I don't know. That's just, that's too far. That to me is probably a little too far on people's spots. Don't ever underestimate how weird people can be. (laughs) People can be really weird and uh, people can be really inappropriate on, and, and even just good normal people. They just... They see someone like Sam or Graham or whatever, and they they forget that Sam and Graham are actual real people. Yeah. You know, they still, I think what happens is somebody becomes so overwhelmed by their love of Outlander that they forget, oh my God, this is not a character. This is an actual person. And I'm just, 
I, what I'm doing. It's like, you know what it reminds me of? What? When, if you're pregnant and you're walking around and some random woman or dude comes up to you and says, oh, the baby, and touches your belly. Like, nope. in any normal circumstance, nobody's going to come up to you if you're not pregnant and say, hey, nice stomach. Yeah. And touch it. But when someone sees another pregnant lady and she's like eight months pregnant and the belly's out beyond their feet, they can't, their brains turn off and they baby and they touch people's bellies who they have no idea who they are. No. Like, what are you talking about? That did not happen to me. I tell you what, karate chop. Uh, <laughs> karate chop. But I think that's what happens with some people in Sam and Graham and the kilts and the whole yes. thing. I don't feel bad because that's part of the gig. You're famous and you're wearing you're gonna, a kilt. You're going to get asked silly questions, but you should yeah. not be violated. Definitely that's what you're not saying. be violated. Like it's no. one thing for people to ask questions and like you probably do get sick of that yeah. question a lot, but the whole violated, you know, photographed and getting under the kilt, that isn't wrong. So, I mean, that's kind of where we leave off. We have fun with the kilts. We have fun with the horses. Um, you know, it's interesting because I cannot wait to see this show. I think... I almost want to see if like the episodes of the show go along with the chapters because we leave it off like, you know, um, we leave the Clanlins crew to film some savage fight reenactment with the kilted ones while Sam and I slope off with Charlie to do some still photo- photographs. It's almost like diary entries. You know, it's like a day by day kind of thing. Like, oh, this is what we're doing now. And yeah. we're going to close here. So and like what kind of like what kind of companion is this book? to the show we will find out on february 14th i know it's gonna be so exciting i'm looking quite forward to the show same only because i think the the story that they're trying to tell is probably better suited to television i would agree i would agree you know what i mean (laughs) yes because you get a chance to see all the characters and like i want to see charlie now like i want to see them hanging out with charlie and then like sam's hand getting crushed and by, I want to see all these different handshakes. Yes. You know, yes. and I want to see th- th- someone, you know, teaching them like legitimately how to put this kilt but on. But this is and also exciting because it's now wet our whistle. And as we do go into those episodes, we're going to be like, oh, that's who this is. And yes, we're going to see this part. You know, I think it is. It's just a multidimensional thing. And Chicken an, or the egg. You're going to watch the show first. You're going right. to read the book first or vice versa. And it's an interesting little tidbit, too, that Terry Dresback was the one that was saying, Graham, like, you're you have not, to wear pants. You got to wear pants, dude, because you wouldn't be wearing pants. You wouldn't be wearing a kilt only. You'd be wearing a kilt on top of pants. I find that interesting. The fact that they still took that kind of level of detail and applied it oh, to the show. Terry. Terry takes all the detail. And in and, and, and light of, too, our Bridgerton podcast, where Bridgerton was a show that was just like, yeah, man, you let's wear some cool colors. We got it. And let's just go with it. Like, if it looks cool, we're going to wear it. They didn't necessarily care that it was fully Regency, mm-hmm. you know, specific. And, you know, this person was of this birth nature and, and they would wear that. And like, they were like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's sure. It's a pretty color. Yeah, go it, for it. So I, I've... It's a fun dichotomy to, to go back and forth on. Agreed. So, all right. So that is that for this chapter, Marvin. Got anything else to say about it? No, I'm just excited to keep delving on in and hanging out with Sam Graham while we have a dram. Sam Graham and a dram. Get your new shirt at themarianblakestore.com. <laughs> Especially if you love Dr. Seuss. Oh my gosh. All right, guys. I don't know uh, if I'm down with the Seuss font, but we can see. Well, we'll figure it out. All right, let's I need clo- a fancy one for let's, me. Uh, let's close this out, shall we? We shall. We shall.
so very much for listening along, maybe reading along to Clan Lands. Don't forget the show, Men in Kilts, airs on Stars on Valentine's Day night. That's right. Which is exciting because for most of us, we can't do anything on Valentine's Day this year, <laughs> meaning leaving. You know, we could you could do lots of things. Oh, uh, hey, but, girl. you know, generally, at least for me and Blake, can't really go anywhere right now. And I'm so excited to be going to Scotland through my television. Hold on. I like how you keep looking at the camera, even though we're not live. <laughs> like, I know. It's killing me. Um, oh, that's funny. And I really want to take a moment and thank our friends at jointhenerdclan.com. If okay. you have been a listener of ours, you know that the patrons make it possible. Honestly, Blake and I run this media company out of our house. Uh, blood, blood, sweat, and tears and lots and lots of love um, make this all possible. And this is my job. This is my job. So it's thanks to patronage of people like you for as little as $2 a month. You can really continue to make this possible. And you may be like, $2 a month? That's crazy. Like, really? It makes a difference? Yes. It really does. It really makes a difference. Yes, it does. So thank you for those of you who have made that difference for us, who continue to make that difference. We are going to be rewarding you when we get to that 700 level. We don't know with what yet. We'll, of course, be asking you for some advice. uh, But we are a mere 15 people away from reaching 700 at jointhenerdclan.com. And just know that if you go there, you're supporting an an independent media company run by a husband and wife with kids and uh, we're doing the best that we can to create good, informative, engaging, fun content. And we're not part of the huge corporate conglomerate monster Mm -hmm. that a lot of podcasts have become. This is an independent company run out of Little Rhode Island. So (laughs) we appreciate all of the fun and engagement. At the very least, just engagement with our material. Like you guys rock and you continue to rock. You give us so much joy and so much happiness uh, on on every level. As a community. As a community. And and I can't ask for more than that. I I really can't. So So thank you. So thank you. On that note, my name's Mary. My name is Blake, not Charlie. No. <laughs> Wish I was Charlie sometimes. I'm glad you're not. I don't know if I could handle that level of beard. Oh, you should hear me. It's I'd have to break it every night, so it wouldn't get snarly and get stuck all over me. <laughs> you should hear my me speak in my Germanic tribe language. I wonder if he has, you know how people wear like a silk cap to bed, you know, depending upon their hair texture. I wonder if he wears one on his beard to help keep the moisture in. How much coconut oil is he using? Lord knows. <laughs> or, or like... Just Hair masks. Like VO5 hot oil. Like how much. I don't even know if people use that anymore. How like, much VO5 is Charlie using? Oh, goodness gracious. On that note, <laughs> you have been listening to Outlander Cast.